Hello, and welcome to Unknowable, the podcast where we talk about all things mysterious, unusual, or unknowable. I'm Gray. I'm Justine. And tonight is our special Halloween episode. Oh yeah. The theme of which is portals to hell. Holy shit. Yes. Yes. It's going to be intense. It's going to be intense. This is also us kind of experimenting with a slightly different format than we did last time. Right. Instead of one topic that we both discuss, we're telling each other about a topic. Right. We've each done independent research into two very different topics. Yep. And so both of us kind of don't know what the other one has researched. So we will be learning about it while you learn about it as listeners. It's going to be awesome. I know very little about Gray's topic. Right. Which I only learned from us watching a show together and it being mentioned. And right. I don't think Gray knows anything about my topic. I hadn't heard about it at all until you brought it up. Awesome. Right. It's going to be great. Yeah. So tell me about your topic. Okay. So this place is called Bobby Mackey's Music World. Whoa. It's in Wilder, Kentucky, mm-hmm. which is very close to Cincinnati, Ohio. Which is which where is we're where from. We were born there. Yeah. Shouts out to the Cincinnati fam. Sin City. Yeah. Actually, I was in Cincinnati in yep. July and realized way too late in the trip that I was only maybe 30 minutes from Bobby Mackey's. It's wild. We got to make I, a pilgrimage. I got scared. <laughs> I wanted to go and I got scared. And you will find out why. Yeah. In a few moments. I know just enough to be terrified of this place. As well you should be. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me why it's terrifying. Okay. So Bobby Mackey's is currently a nightclub slash music venue in Wilder, Kentucky, just south of Cincinnati. But it was built in the 1850s. Okay. So it was originally built as a slaughterhouse. Oh. Yep. Great beginnings. So it's not close to a river. Normally they build slaughterhouses on rivers or close to bodies of water so they can dump all of the blood and guts into the river, which is great to think about. I did not know that. I'm so glad we we live nowadays and not back then. God. So since it wasn't near a river... They had to build a, dig a well in the basement. Oh, God. Referred to as the blood well, where they would dump all of the blood and guts and gross bodily fluids down this well. Wow. Okay. I really wish you guys listening could see me cringing right now. (laughs) This is intense. Jesus. So it was built as a slaughterhouse. um, And after it stopped being a slaughterhouse, it's kind of gone through many incarnations. Um, It was a sort of casino speakeasy for the mob for a while where there may or may not have been some murders um what it is really known for though are two very specific murders so i'll get into the first one so poor woman named pearl brian okay so this was in 1896 she got pregnant by a man who was the son of a pastor ironically enough he convinced her to get an abortion oh okay this was in in cincinnati so the pastor's friend was a dentist oh no yes oh no who was going to perform this abortion so he gets together with his dentist to do the abortion it takes hours using dental instruments to do this abortion what i don't know what he was doing to this poor woman but yeah. It took hours. It was, it was not going well. No. And, and this was in this location. Yes. Oh, God. Or it was near it okay. that the actual abortion was taking place. Jesus. Um, so uh, the, the article itself talks about how um, he was more inept as a surgeon than he led his friend to believe. Oh, great. 
So, surprise, surprise, she dies during yeah. this botched abortion. And they decide we have to get rid of her body. Of so, they don't want her to be identified. So, they cut her head off. Oh, jeez. And put her head in a doctor's bag. Oh, no. They go and they dump her body about two miles away from the slaughterhouse. And they go to the slaughterhouse and they throw her head down the blood well. Oh, God. So... The reason that they know about the slaughterhouse and the reason that they decide to throw the head down the well is because these two men were part of a satanic ritual cult that met regularly at this slaughterhouse. Holy crap. So they would meet there. They would do whatever various satanic rituals that they got into around the blood well and would sort of sacrifice things into the blood well. Whoa. Um, I have to preface this and say that this is all unsubstantiated. There's yeah. no proof, there's no documentation, right. but this is sort of the, the accepted local legend as to how this all began. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a very intense murder. Um, yeah. They never found her head, so it's probably still at the bottom of that well somewhere. Yikes. Um, the two men ended up being hanged, um, and one of them um, said that As the noose was being slipped over his head, he threatened to come back and haunt the area after his death. Whoa. So. That never ends well. Right. So that's one sort of famous murder that occurred in the vicinity and is very strongly connected to what would become Bobby Mackey's. Wow. The other is um, a woman named Johanna. So she was a pregnant dancer at Bobby Mackey's in the 1950s. It wasn't known as Bobby Mackey's back then. He bought... The man known as Bobby Mackey bought it in the 70s. So this is in the 1950s. She was working as a dancer at a club in the the incarnation it was in in the 50s. Um, She was pregnant. And her father killed her lover by hanging him in a closet. Um, Her lover's name was Robert Randall. Okay. Put a a pin in that because that's going to come up later. So Robert Robert Randall was killed. And so she killed herself in Bobby Mackey's or what would become Bobby Mackey's. Uh, by poison and so her spirit is said to haunt bobby mackey's as well so you have pearl brian and johanna who are both sort of documented murders or deaths that occurred in or around bobby mackey's as well as all of that satanic ritual occultism Mm -hmm. as well as the whole history of it being a mob speakeasy Mm -hmm. you know there's untold things that could have gone on murders and stuff so that's sort of the the dark history Mm -hmm. um Nowadays, so 1970, a man bought the club. His name was Robert Randall Mackey. Oh. Robert Randall, as in the husband or the, the, the lover of Johanna. Interesting. He goes by Bobby. So that's just a weird little little coincidence there. Yeah. Is that like fate or, right. I don't know, fatalism? too strange of a coincidence. Right. So he buys it in the 70s, turns it into a music venue and a, um, a nightclub. Okay. So... When you walk into Bobby Mackey's nowadays, you'll be greeted with a sign. It says, warning to our patrons, this establishment is purported to be haunted. Management is not responsible and cannot be held liable for any actions of any ghosts or spirits on the premises. That's awesome. Right. I would be excited to go into a place that had that. Right. So this place is is a mecca nowadays for ghost hunters, Mm. paranormal trippers, anybody who wants to sort of... Um, have their own personal experience with ghosts and or spirits. Yikes. So this location is a little bit different from a normal ghost haunting sort of location because 
it's not just the spirits of dispatched humans that Mm -hmm. haunt this place while those exist here. There's also um, demonic entities that exist, which we'll get into the sort of portal to hell aspect of it in a, in a few minutes here. Yeah. But, um, sort of the proof that it's, it's demons and not just humans is there's a concept in the paranormal community known as like the mocking of the Trinity. Okay. So if things occur in threes, then it's considered a mocking of the Holy Trinity, which is, you know, a Christian symbol, the father, son, Holy spirit. Yeah. So if, if a spirit does things in, in threes, then they're sort of saying like, fuck you to God. Um, sort of like how if you take a cross and turn it upside down, it becomes a satanic symbol. Yeah. Very Ooh, similar. That ties into my story a little idea. bit. Nice, does it? Yeah. Perfect. See? Just a tiny bit. We didn't even plan this. Didn't even plan this. So. Amazing. So, yeah. So, um, you know, people experience knocks or um, certain things in, in groups of three. Like, for example, awesome. this television show on the Travel Channel called Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures. Which is how we first heard about yes. Bobby Mackey's. Yes. Um, the Zach sort of, Z- yeah, Zach Bagans, the, 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 the head presenter, he's amazing. He was down by the blood well and which is a terrible phrase. It's awful. Yes. It's so, awful. so he was down by the blood well mm-hmm. and he was scratched on his back. Mm-hmm. Um, which this is like a pretty intense, like it's not just, you know, a, a light little scratch. Like this, oh, is, no. this is like a deep, almost drawing blood scratch on his back, but it's three claw marks mm-hmm. down his back, which he shows, which, you know. I'm sure there's those who swear by Ghost Adventures that it's got to be true. There are yep. those who say that it's got to be fake. Either way, it's pretty compelling evidence it's, that yeah. um, there's a demonic entity there, not just humans that have right. died. Which um, is so much worse. So much worse. So much worse than just ghosts. Which I have to believe it's that 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 sort of occult ring that worships Satan in the basement of this former slaughterhouse. Yeah. I mean, it being a blood well to where you know, various, not various, like tons of animals were slaughtered and their remains were poured down there. Right. That's almost like a satanic ritual in and of itself. Like Mm -hmm. all these animals are dying on premises, which animal sacrifice is a huge part of Satanism. Mm -hmm. So if there was occultism being practiced there, it's sort of the perfect place for it to um, have already been sort of like pre, not blessed, but pre sort of like seasoned for satanism it was pre-seasoned pre-seasoned it's like some kind of demonic skillet right (laughs) it's amazing and we talk all the time about Uh. death and pain being kind of trapped in locations and i mean that alone i mean obviously these animals aren't wanting to die and they're probably dying very violent deaths and perhaps being mistreated before so so there's just the idea that there's all of this negative just death-centric energy happening in this location before Even before all of this occult shit happened. Right. Then you have these like sketchy people in the 1800s who were worshiping Satan, doing various satanic rituals and rites. Yeah. Um, you know, you have a sort of pre-seasoned like well that then is fully converted into like a, you know, a, a focused satanic energy. Right. Um, which opens the area up to whatever is on the other side Mm -hmm. so they talk about in the paranormal community a a thin place Mm -hmm. where our world and the world of whatever is beyond um where those two worlds are sort of the distance between them is very thin Mm -hmm. so bobby mackey's is thought to be a a thin place where spirits in the human world can sort of interact the most interesting effectively which by the way october is known to be a very thin month right so we're we're kind of in the midst of it right now right so if you were to go to bobby mackey's on today halloween yeah 
you've probably experienced some intense Might see some activity. Shit. And the demon side of it is honestly part of the reason why I was scared to go. Right. If it had just been a place that I knew was haunted, right. there was some weird stuff going on, like, cool, I'll go check it out, see if I see anything or hear anything. But just the idea that there's a portal to hell, that there's demons, that kind of made me a little more I totally understand. wary to go there. Because I was like, I don't really want to bring any demons back on the plane. Right. Right, because you never know what's going to, like, sort of follow you home or yeah. come home with you. Exactly. So, yeah, so, okay, so the whole portal to hell aspect of Bobby Mackey's. So, as I'm sure you can imagine, the well, the blood well, is considered to be the, the portal to hell. Um, of course. So it's a place where the demons sort of come from and go to in order to go back to hell. <laughs> um, Bobby Mackey's is an interesting, an interesting area as well because... Not only is there the portal to hell, but there's also the purported stairway to heaven, oh. as cliche as that sounds. Wow. Um, but it actually makes a weird kind of perverse sense that you'd have sort of the yin and yang. You'd have the portal to hell and the stairway to heaven, you know, 10 feet from each other. Yeah. So in this basement, next to the blood well, is a staircase that goes straight up into the ceiling. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go up to another floor. Just the handrail ends at the ceiling. Yikes. The steps end at the ceiling. So I don't know if it used to be a functioning staircase that they boarded over mm-hmm. or it, it looks, if you look at photos of it, it looks a lot like it was just built that way. Right. But you have this stairway that just goes up and disappears in nothing. And then you have the blood well, which is the gateway to hell. So you have the stairway to heaven, gateway to hell, 10 Great. feet apart at Bobby Mackey's. Perfect. And people who go there experience pretty much any paranormal experience you can think of. They mm-hmm. see shadow figures they hear voices calling their name or just voices saying various things. Disembodied growls. Oh, no. Scratches. Hair and clothing being tugged on or pulled. Yikes. Like knocks. In threes. In threes. Yeesh. All of that. Basically, anything you can imagine that would be like a ghost experience happens at Bobby Mackey's. Damn. Right. And it's kind of a popular place for that reason. Right. It's a very it's a, it's a It's a mecca. Especially since they've had... You know, like, like the Travel Channel sent Ghost Adventures there and stuff. Like, it's definitely, like, a famous haunted place. Yeah. That we have to travel to at some point. Next yeah, time, yeah, we do. Next time we're in Cincinnati, yeah. we should... we got to go. We should take a jaunt into That was part Kentucky. of the reason I didn't go, too, is that there was nobody there that would have wanted to go with me. Right. They would have been going along, like, okay, cool, right. great, let's go see this demon bar. But I was really into it. I almost <laughs> convinced some of our cousins to go. But right. our cousins are younger. They're like 18 and 22. I was like, I don't really want to curse attach them for life. Some, yeah, attach a demon to my like young, innocent cousins. If we're going the there, name. we're stopping at a Catholic church first and we're getting some holy water, yeah. some blessed objects, yep. some holy anointing oil. Oh yeah. Talk to a priest yep. before we go. And maybe when we come back, we'll just go straight to a Catholic church and be cleansed or yeah. something. Cause I don't, I don't, don't, don't want to bring demonic energy home. There was an episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved where they did that. They went to a church before, I forget where they were going, but they went to a church before, yeah. had a whole talk with a priest who gave them warnings on like things to watch out for if you are in the presence of demons, oh. things that they might do or how they might try to trick you right. and sent them off with some holy water. Jesus. And yeah, yeah, I was like, I, yeah, that might have to happen. You can never be too careful. No, not when it demons. comes to demons. Demons are going to fuck your shit up. Yeah. They don't care about you. They don't care. Nope. And they can do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. Especially if you're in their house, if you're next to their portal to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Their portal. Yeah. They're blood well. Blood well. Google pictures of Bobby Mackey's and look at the well because Ugh. it looks very unsettling. It looks super scary. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much all I knew about Bobby Mackey's yep. is that there was a portal to hell and I knew it was in some type of well, which, yeah, you can just 
I'm pretty sure the things that I read, because I was looking up some details about going there, just the logistics of getting there and like, is it open during the day? What's the deal? Right. Um, and that was one of the things that people were saying that you really can just walk over to it and see it. I don't know if you can look down into it, <laughs> but I feel like I remember that being a thing because I was like, oh shit, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> Yep. The idea is kind of cool to be like, I look down into the portal of hell, but mm-hmm. then at the same time, that's horrifying to think about. What's that phrase? Uh, I gaze into the abyss and the abyss gaze back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to experience that. Right. So, wow. Interesting. So yeah, so that's so that's Bobby Mackey's. That's awesome. It's a, it's a pretty intensely haunted place and yeah. considered by many to be a direct link to the underworld. Damn. That's awesome. Right. That was a good one. Right. Yep. All right. Solid. All right. You ready for tell this? Me, tell me about Stull Cemetery. All right. So Stull Cemetery. This is admittedly a topic that morphed and changed a little bit as I was researching it. It turned into something a little different than I expected. Interesting. But kind of still in a good way. Cool. It still works within the realm of a knowable. Okay. Um, so it's in this tiny, this Stull is the town in Kansas. Kansas. So okay. very small. I think the thing that I read said the population was around 20. Wow. I mean, this is like 20 people. There's basically nothing there. Um, it seems like it's essentially this cemetery with a small church. Actually, the church is no longer standing, but we'll get to that. Right. Um, and there's a church across the street, obviously a few houses, but it doesn't seem like there's really much else there. Okay. Um, but there's been these legends and this folklore around Stull. Um, at least from the seventies, but legend Hmm. says that this has been a thing, um, since like the 1850s, that there has been some kind of paranormal link, um, some darkness that this location has kind of been Hmm. plagued by these diabolical supernatural happenings. Interesting. Um, so Kansas of all places in Kansas of all places, just random. Um, the interesting thing about this whole idea is that none of the locals in Stull stand behind any of these legends. Hmm. So they're actually kind of annoyed by the whole thing because it has become, I don't know how much nowadays in 2018, it's a destination. Right. Um, but there was a good long while in the 70s, 80s, even into the 90s where this was like a hot spot hmm. for people to go to. Um, so yeah, despite people saying that this has been a town plagued by darkness and Satanism and the occult, since the 1850s, it really didn't start being publicized until the 70s. Interesting. Um, there was an article that appeared in the University of Kansas newspaper that basically was just talking about these strange occurrences in the churchyard, um, which was, yeah, it was just a, a little stone church in, in the cemetery, this tiny cemetery. Um, and within this article, it was talking about the legends asserting that the cemetery was one of the two places on earth where the devil appears in person. Wow. I don't know how this came about. That's intense. Yeah. And that the the old stone church on the grounds contains a gateway to hell in the form of a staircase, similar to your staircase, stairway to heaven, that just descends down into nothingness. Oh, wow. Um, Supposedly, not really according to the article specifically, but according to legend, um, the stairway was like difficult to find, (laughs) just in the sense that it wouldn't always be there. It was kind of unclear if it was if it would appear at random times or if it was only able to be accessed on those two days when the devil appears. Right. Um, but apparently Ugh. there was a staircase, yeah, which is the whole, like the image of it in my head is yes. so 
scary. Like it, to think about going there and the staircase that you've seen there before not being there yeah. is horrifying. Horrifying. And then you go back again and it's there and you're like, it's oh, there. here comes Satan. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it, which is also like funny to me that he needs a staircase at all. Hey. I mean, he can just appear there. And so the thing is the two that him appearing in stall two times a year, this is supposedly there's apparently stall. And then also um, what they described as like this desolate area of India is supposed to be the other place that he appears. And this is supposed to be simultaneous. Um, the oh, spring equinox and Halloween every year. Apparently he appears in both places at once. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know how that started. So yeah, that article came out in the paper. It was claiming that these students had had weird experiences and that, you know, these students had heard about the kind of history of Stull and its dark past from like their parents and their grandparents, which again, the locals, the residents of Stull claimed that that was not a thing. Hmm. Um, people in Stull that lived there and had lived there for a long time did not talk about this kind of stuff. Wow. Um, that it wasn't known to them. So, and the, the pastor of the, the new church, the one across the street from the cemetery, um, he believed that the stories were just made up by the students. Hmm. Or there was some rumor that there had been a teacher back in the 50s that had just started telling his students about this whole lore of the area. And that was just kind of his thing that he just loved telling like every new class every year. Like, oh man, that's like a really intense thing to like make up. I feel yeah. like. like, like not just like, oh, like someone was murdered here or whatever. Like right. Satan himself appears here yeah. twice a year. Like Satan himself. Wow. I, I don't know why one would do that. I mean, right. it sounds like a good time, but the 1950s were a strange time. The <laughs> 50s are a strange time. So, but even that it's like, nobody really knows. There wasn't a specific teacher it was linked to a specific school it was just kind of talked about like we think that maybe it but it was just like why who like nobody mm. knows um but yeah the article had a really big impression on the people in that town and in you know in the area more so i should say not stull itself but in the surrounding areas um stull is about 50 miles from kansas city it's near topeka so there's some bigger cities nearby and some right. you know universities and stuff like that so um so yeah, that article was 1974. By 1978, uh, there were 150 people gathered in the cemetery on Halloween night to wait for the arrival of the devil. Jesus. They all just came to hang out, mostly younger people and students and things like that. Classic. Um, yeah, so the the stories just keep getting told. Uh, people were talking about, there was one particular story, these two young men were visiting the cemetery, and they got scared because there was just this super strong wind out of nowhere. Hmm. And so they ran back to their car only to find that their car had been moved to the other side of the highway and was now facing in the opposite direction. So that was, wow. yeah, kind of creepy. Um, another guy claimed to experience that strange, strong wind, but he was inside of the church itself. Oh, that's weird. So just all of a sudden picked up out of nowhere. Um, he claimed that the wind knocked him to the floor and wouldn't let him move for some amount of time until it finally freed him. Wow. Um, and it, incidentally, it's inside of that church that... People claim, at the time, they claimed that no rain would fall inside the church, even though at that point it had been crumbling enough that there was no roof right. anymore. But they claimed that when it rained, the inside of the church would stay bone dry. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I That's like that part. weirdly horrifying. Yeah, I know. I love it. I love it. And, huh. of course, people being grabbed by unseen forces and hearing growls. And there was a little short video that I found on YouTube that was supposedly somebody had caught, like, an EVP. Hmm. While they were just kind of walking around the grounds of the cemetery. Interesting. EV, um, EVP, for those who are uninitiated, yes. is an electronic voice phenomena. Yes. Which is sort of like a, a spirit talking or just some 
paranormal sound that has been captured. Yes. Generally what, in most cases, when people capture EVPs, they have a recorder, a very sensitive recorder going. And a lot of times they can't hear the EVP. They can't hear it in person, in person, but they listen to the recording later and they either hear a response to a question (laughs) or a threat or a growl or something like that. So, right. Um, it was unclear from this video if there was no comments on the video or anything like that, but it was unclear if this person had heard these growls while they were there or if they just caught them Ugh. on video or, of course, if they were real at all, but right. I always think that they're kind of real. Disembodied growls is maybe the scariest thing that I can imagine. Yeah. Like, words or whatever are creepy, but, like, ultimately human in nature. Mm-hmm. A growl is a whole different... Yeah. Like, a growl is not human. No. No, demonic. That's yeah. That's that's some demon shit, and there's some demon shit supposedly happening here. Um, yeah. So there, and there's definitely some parts of the story that part of what makes it not as credible. And of course, depending on who you are listening, you may not think that any story (laughs) about Satan appearing or ghosts or anything is credible. But there are parts of this, these legends that make it less credible because there's some things that people claim that are just straight up not true. Like there, it supposedly. The original name of the town was Skull, um, but that it was later turned into Stull because the they wanted they were ashamed of like this black magic and this occultism in their past, and they wanted to like atone for their sins and, hmm. and change the name. Um, that wasn't true. Hmm. It used to be called Deer Creek Community, and they ended up just naming it Stull after like the first postmaster oh. of the village, who ended up you know resigning from his post shortly after, but they just kept the name. So it's got a really boring yeah. history for the name, but they kind of just, that got added later as like, ooh. Right. Um, which I've, in my research of this, I found several articles and things talking about this that kind of just claimed that as fact, but that wasn't really a thing. Although that also is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, in 1980, there was an article in the Kansas City Times that kind of added fuel to these rumors. Um, it talked again about the devil appearing in two different places. It mentioned Stull being one of those places, which I don't really know why the devil would choose Stull, Kansas hmm. in general, but who knows? Um, and supposedly that the creepy part about why he is making his appearance is that he gathers all of the people who died violent deaths over the past year since his last appearance. And he takes them for a little prance around the earth at witching hour. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't a know. whole nother question. That's what he's up to is he's just appearing for some reason, uh, I, I'd have to look at, like, a globe to see, like, is Stull in this spot in India, like... like perfectly, like, across the globe from each yeah. other or something? I, I really, I feel ashamed that I don't know this hmm. better off the top of my head, but, yeah, I don't know why these two places, but that's apparently what he's up to, hmm. is he's just gathering all the people that died violent death specifically. Is there, like, a description of what Satan looks like when he appears? No, because nobody's actually seen him, of course. Hmm. Um... Yeah, so there's some kind of ideas about why Stull, which does answer the question, because you'd think, like, why this is such a tiny town. I mean, of course, any place like that tends to be steeped in some kind of history of some kind, and who knows what happened there. Right. Um, supposedly, a, a stable hand had stabbed the mayor to death um, back in the 1850s in the cemetery's old stone barn, which then later was converted into the church. Um, which the reason it didn't have a roof anymore was partly because it had been gutted by a fire at some point, which nobody really knew why there was a fire. Hmm. Um, they speculated that the fire had been because there were some people practicing some forms of Satanism in the church. Interesting. And that it accidentally got burned down. Or some other people speculate that it got burned down because people were trying to destroy this portal to hell, this staircase. Um, 
Nobody really knows. Interesting. What happened. Um, but another idea is that he comes to visit a witch that is supposedly buried there. Um, there's this legend that they were sort of like these undocumented witches that were hanged um, from this old tree in the cemetery. Hmm. And so apparently the devil had some kind of relationship with one of those witches. I can see that. And um, supposedly even that he uh, had a child with one of the witches. Classic. Yeah, the child of Satan, born of the devil and a witch. Um, the child was only living for a few days. He was so deformed that, um, yeah, he was buried in the cemetery. And there's supposedly his ghost walks the cemetery. People have said that they've seen a werewolf-like boy peering out from behind a tree and potentially the tree that the witches were hanged from. So That's super creepy. Super creepy. That. Yeah. yeah. I know. Hmm. I know. So... That's kind of the, the reasoning I think that they give as to why the devil's coming there. Because he's got like this link. His baby mama. And his baby there. mama. And his baby. Both it's like there. weirdly makes sense. Like if you think about like Greek mythology, like um, Zeus taking the form of like a swan or whatever and like having all these like children with women. Mm-hmm. It feel like kind of makes sense like a like a, a deity of some kind, even if it's like a demonic deity yeah. coming to earth and like, you know, having a kid mm-hmm. is like weirdly makes sense in like human human like tales and legends yeah i could that would make sense that he like whatever this witch was just real good at being a witch or right maybe was super beautiful who knows who but knows? like he was charmed took by a liking her. to her yeah he was charmed mm-hmm. satan was charmed by this witch and yeah. she's his baby mama and so he's just got to visit her grave which yeah. is like weirdly kind of sad it's kind of sad i know it's like kind of a i mean it's not a nice story but it's kind of a like romantic almost yeah like yeah. he keeps coming back there and like that's like he put like his portal there or one of his portals there because you know right. he can like come out and hang out and stall maybe the uh the other place in india where he shows up maybe he had a witch baby mama there too right yeah i have no idea but yeah the whole india thing was interesting because there's really no information <clears throat> about that part of it <clears throat> it's just mentioned a couple times offhand that that's the other spot but i don't I have no idea why there um but yeah maybe that may be a similar situation interesting um yeah, there was a, a false rumor that Time Magazine supposedly ran a story. So they didn't run the story, but this was said <laughs> yes. that they ran a story in the 90s that mentioned how Pope John Paul II uh, ordered his private plane to fly around eastern Kansas because he was heading to some appearance in Colorado because he didn't even want to fly over the, quote, unholy ground. Wow. Which would be cool if it was true. That would be super I cool. I wish it was fucking true. But it wasn't. That was Seems. just kind of mixed in with all of the you know again like you don't who knows what got started by these students what got started just by you know things morph and change as they go right um so there's no way to know but by 1988 um it's believed that about 500 people came to the cemetery on halloween night looking for the devil waiting for the devil yeah it's a ton of people for a like if you look at pictures if you google stall cemetery there's not that many pictures but if you find a few, it's tiny. I mean, this is not a huge cemetery. It's not a particularly nice looking cemetery. Um, but people got caught up in the idea that they were going to see the devil. Um, and they did some damage to the church and the gravestones, which is a shame. That's I hate terrible. when people do that shit. Yeah. I hate it so much. Just respect the space that you're in. Right. Like, there are people buried there. No matter right. what, whether you're there waiting for the devil to dance around or not. Right. There's still people buried there. So just don't fuck with shit. Um, so by the next year, 1989, the, the crowd got even bigger and there were actually, um, the Douglas County Sheriff's Department had to stations, some deputies out there, um, and they were handing out tickets for criminal trespassing because again, 
people had kind of ruined it the year before mm-hmm. by fucking shit up and like leaving beer cans and just being Ugh. belligerent. Let's go get hammered and yeah. say hi to the go devil. Go to the cemetery. Yeah, say hi to the devil. So the locals, of course, got angry about this mm-hmm. because you're defacing the cemetery and we were like this tiny town. Right. So they kind of put up a chain link fence. They had no trespassing signs. Um, so, yeah, again, the locals do not stand behind these stories. They do not think that there's any any reality to this at all. Um, don't really understand how it started. They think that it was just from that article in the seventies. Um, but the mystery just lies in like the fact that the, the church for a long time was like the center of all of this, this lore, as far as it having the actual staircase, that being one of the, you know, the rain not falling in there. That was kind of the place that a lot of people came to go see and that a lot of the damage was done to. So the, the mystery was laying in like, why don't they just tear it down? Right. It wasn't used for anything. It wasn't particularly historic necessarily. It literally just, it had been a church and then they raised money to build a new church and that was the church across the street. Hmm. And so it was just there because it was just still there, you know, it wasn't, hadn't been used in years and years, like centuries even. Right. Um, but they left it up hmm. and I don't know why. And they, apparently it did get removed in 2002, although the owner of the property said that he didn't authorize it. So they don't know Weird. who demolished it or why or how or when, like, <laughs> but it got demolished. And Super weird. interesting. And I think the, one of the coolest things for me was that on Halloween night of 1999, um, they, even at that point, so this people started coming to the cemetery back in the eighties or really even in the seventies, um, like maybe mid to late seventies was when people started hanging out at the cemetery right. and it just kept growing and growing and growing. And by 99, they had tons of people turning out. They had reporters from the local paper. They had television news crews that were supposedly there to kind of debunk the whole idea. Right. To be like, okay, we're going to be here with cameras. We're going to catch the fact that nothing happens. Right. So maybe people will calm the hell down and leave the cemetery alone, leave this town alone. Um, they're all out there for several hours just hanging out. And um, none of the sheriff's deputies asked anybody to leave until 1130. <laughs> just right before, because this is supposedly happening at midnight. Right wasn't until 11.30 that they asked people to leave because an unknown representative from the cemetery arrived and ordered everybody to leave the property. That's super weird. Yeah. And I have to think in the past that, like, there must have been people there at midnight. It's not like that was the first time. Right. But it just seemed odd that, hmm. like, re- it was, they were there for a while. And they had the deputies there, so clearly there was, like, a known thing. Right. It'd been happening every year. But for whatever reason, this particular year, they ordered everybody out right before. Because of the news crews. Yeah. I wonder, so we were talking about EVPs, how a lot of times they don't catch anything with their naked eye, but, Mm -hmm. you know, the recording has some sort of something on it. Yeah. So I wonder if, if that news crew had stayed through midnight, that maybe the cameras or the audio would have picked up something that you couldn't see with your naked eye. Yeah. Interesting. It just, yeah, it just seemed weird to me. Like, why not just come out at the beginning and say like, you know what? Everybody clear out. Right. Like, we don't want to do this tonight. And who is this unknown representative? Right. Yeah. It seemed very shrouded mystery. So, um, a couple of random things. So one of the other f- sadly false stories, which I wanted, I Googled it today. I was like, please, please be a thing. This would be so cool. Um, supposedly the area code of Stull was 666. Oh. Not true. Oh. It's something different. It's like 735 or something. But um, little tidbit, there was a small town in Louisiana called Reeves that used to have the area code 666. But a bunch of the Christians in the town made sure that it got changed back in 2007. It had been that since like the 60s, I think. Wow. 
but they were just, they didn't like it. It's the devil's number. So they got it changed. And now nobody has that area code. Hmm. Cause then my next thing was like, Oh cool. Like who has, who is six, six, six now? Nobody makes sense. Sad. Um, and then another thing is Stull actually made an appearance on a uh, episode of supernatural. Oh, interesting. The finale of season five. Apparently there's a battle with Lucifer. Michael and Lucifer have like their final showdown. Oh, interesting. And apparently the writers of Supernatural made uh, Dean and... Sam. Sam. They made them... I forget the actual town that they... Or city that they are from or they were born in, but they specifically made it that because it was close to Stull. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So this kind of changed a little bit in my research because I was really kind of hoping that there was some... Like, even if there was just dark history. And of course, like, nobody can necessarily substantiate any stories of being grabbed or even like the rain falling. I mean, there's no right. footage of that. There's no proof of that, but I, th- I hoped at least there'd be some like real substantiated dark past of this town. Right. Um, but there was nothing, but it ended up being kind of an interesting little foray into like the idea of folklore is fascinating to me that like, right. maybe it was just some dude in the fifties that just started, you know, like, Oh, wouldn't this be fucking funny? Right. If I told all my students about all of this weird witchcraft and like Satanism right. And, and it's like it was shit. Yeah. And now it's been, it's been referenced in, you know, various like pop culture things. Supernatural right. had an episode there. Um, people do, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's quite as much of a hotspot now, but people do still go there to look for the devil or look for some weird things. Hmm. So it's amazing to me that even if all of this is complete nonsense, right. that it turned into such a huge thing and that this tiny, this town of, yeah, 20 people or whatever it is, right. is known in like the paranormal community for being one of the gateways to hell, gateways to hell. and maybe just because somebody made it up right so interesting I, I see a lot of parallels to bobby Mackey's as well because when you start getting into the history and all the stories i told yeah when you get into sort of like looking for facts to cite there are no facts there's hmm. no proof of any of that stuff it all could just be no. folklore it could yeah. all just be made up to sort of you know this creepy old building to kind of just create a better story for it. Yeah. And so there's some level of sort of like not trust, but like faith in the fact that these things are true or Mm -hmm. that like there's something going on that's deeper than just, Oh, this is a creepy building or this is a creepy cemetery. You kind of have to believe or choose to believe or you just have to, you have to kind of, everybody makes up their own mind. Yes. Based on if they think it's true some parts are true, some parts are fake, all of it's fake. Mm-hmm. It's completely open to interpretation. Yeah. And I, for one, would totally go to Stull. Oh, yeah. Like, true I would want to go there on Halloween. I don't know if we'd be allowed to go. Right. Probably not. Right. But it'd be cool as hell. Again, I don't know if I want to see the devil. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I mean, if he's not doing anything bad, maybe he's just dancing around. Right. With his baby mama. <laughs> With his baby mama and all the people that died violent deaths. It's wild. They, they deserve some nice things in their life yeah they had a well, shitty end their afterlife their afterlife yeah they're gonna now dance around with the devil and i don't know i mean is he they died violent deaths in the past year and they're gonna do this dance with the devil i don't know i have to assume they're not going to hell with him i don't know where they're going i don't know that's a whole whole other episode oh, yeah, that's oh a man whole other. you're gonna do an episode of heaven and hell right oh man that's that's a <sighs> rabbit hole that's a yeah that's gonna be like a five-parter jesus yeah so that's stall cemetery stall cemetery potentially and... just a fascinating look at folklore right folklore as a phenomenon yeah interesting it's so fascinating hmm. yeah so yeah so that's uh that's our halloween episode this is our halloween episode yes um portals to hell gateways to hell yep awesome 
It's wild. Um, I mean, if you want to dig more into either of these topics, go for it. There's more you can find. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you want to just find out more about portals to hell in general, there's a ton of them. Oh, there's so many. Out. We had hoped that this episode would be a collection of portals to hell. And then we realized that there's actually like, I think in my research, I must have found at least 15. Yeah. It's all wild. over the world. So it's a, it's a, it's a topic that's rife with, um, further exploration if you want to. Yes. This would have been like a 10 hour long episode right. if we had done all of the portals. So we just picked two. Easy. Yeah. These aren't mm-hmm. even two. If you Google portals to hell and find lists, these aren't even on them. Right. These are just For some side notes that yeah. we find interesting. Some lesser portals to hell apparently. Right. But yeah. Halloween cool. episode. Halloween. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Um, this is the second episode of Unknowable. It is. Um, at this point, we are now on Spotify, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram, Unknowable Podcast. Yep. Look for us. Comment. Subscribe. Give us a rating or a review, please. Mm-hmm. Um, recommend us on Facebook. Recommend us. Just tell us what you think. We want to hear feedback. We want to hear what you liked, what you didn't like. Yeah. Um, what's the topic we should do next? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to be on? Do you want us to talk to you? Do you want to talk to us about your favorite unknowable topic? Yeah. Let us awesome. know. Let us know. Yeah. If you know anybody cool we should talk to you, right. hook us up. If you know someone who lives in Maine or close to Maine who is, you know, in some way connected to an unknowable topic mm-hmm. and you have a connection, hit us up. Hit us up. We'll go interview them. Yeah. Come be on the show. Right. Awesome. Thanks so, for listening. Thank you for listening. We love you. We love you. This is unknowable. This is unknowable. Unknowable.